we're always criticizing things about ourselves, you know, looking closely in the mirror at things that most people don't see. And I think that the best thing to do is to just self-validate. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey guys, welcome back to Hello Beauty. Today we have Mariah Nicole Bouillon. She's Rogue Magazine's beauty editor, and she's also the founder of Mariah Nicole Beauty, and she's also a celebrity hair and makeup artist. Hi, Mariah. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank yeah. you for having me, Joyce. Yeah. I'm glad to finally meet you because we have been, you know, communicating and coordinating photo shoots. And yeah, on Instagram for a while. Yes, and you've also featured, I'm so thankful that you featured like my works sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah, and at Rogue Beauty. Yeah, So that's exactly. pretty amazing. Well, so. you're a very talented artist. Oh, so. thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so I'm excited to learn more about your story. I uh, pretty much know a lot, but I would like you to share it to everyone. Okay. Yeah, so how did you get started in becoming a hair and makeup artist? Did you always know that you wanted to be one? I fell into it because my mom is a professional makeup artist and my sister and I were in school plays and my mom was always doing the makeup and um, also coming from an artistic family, I always, you know, loved painting and drawing and basically what happened is I had dropped out of college and didn't know what to do. I had moved back from the East Coast and uh, my mom suggested that I go to makeup school until you know, maybe like I figured things out. And so I did some research and uh, picked a school and was like, okay, well, I'll do this for now. Yeah. <laughs> and that was in, I don't know, I guess that was 2002. Mm-hmm. And did you always know that like, oh, I want to be part of like, uh, you know, doing makeup for sets, for movies and or magazine editorials? How did you pick like that avenue? Yeah. Well, originally I got into makeup to do makeup for musicians mm -hmm. and to go on tour with musicians. My mom had a friend who needed someone to go with her. So that was part of the reason why I went to makeup school as well. And also to learn hairstyling because I was going to go around the world with this musician. And then uh, that ended up falling through. And then I had a, another friend, another musician who was trying to get signed. And I was doing makeup for her for her L.A. shows. And then um, one thing led to another, and then uh, our relationship ended basically. And so I ended up not going on tour with her. But yeah, it initially started with musicians mm -hmm. and uh, about travel because I've always loved to travel my whole life. Yeah. But back in the day, how did you get your foot in the door and working with celebrities? Wow, um, you know, it has changed so much. The, the whole makeup, um, career, the whole makeup world is so different. When I went to makeup school, there were three makeup schools in LA. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, now there's probably 10. A few years ago, there was the big boom. Mm -hmm. And you know, there wasn't really any social media back then. So how I got started is through my mom initially in mm -hmm. bridal. And it was bridal that I was mostly doing. And a lot of the photographers that I worked with wanted to do other things too. So there was one friend who was a videographer and he was also trying to work on some pilots. And so I ended up shooting some pilots with him. And that was one of the first uh, doors that opened in the entertainment world. 
And then actually I, I got a couple of jobs through Twitter and oh. uh, ended up working on a show um, through uh, Fox Sports actually. Amazing. And it was because this guy hired me to do Halloween makeup for his kids. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of those were like some of the first jobs, but mm-hmm. it really was about the hustle. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've been a shy person, but I could not be shy when I started. I had to meet as many people as I could. I had to put my card in as many hands as possible. Mm-hmm. So how, did, how was the networking process like? Did you just drop your um, business cards and your portfolio like to agencies or went to like production studios? What happened is I just, you know, started with the weddings. That's how I got my business started. That's how I got a reputation. And I went to networking events in the wedding industry and I would just meet as many people and give them my cards. And I, you know, when email became a thing and I would email people and I think I sent postcards even at some point. Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, who do you know? Uh, One of the first music videos I ever did was I think a friend of my mom's maybe Mm -hmm. who was working Mm -hmm. on it and knew that I did makeup. And this was the director's first music video. Mm -hmm. And so I got booked on it. And, you know, that actually led to... A, a current relationship that I still have with that director and that production company that has changed the direction of my career. Oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So as an artist, I understand that we are just known for one thing. For example, bridal makeup artists, mm-hmm. um, editorial makeup artists. How did you break that barrier into becoming known as a commercial celebrity bridal hair <laughs> and makeup artist? Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because I would ask sometimes people like why they didn't think of me for, you know, a celebrity job. And they'd say, oh, well, I thought you just did weddings. Uh And I I didn't understand that. I was Mm -hmm. like, what? What do you mean? Like if I do makeup, I do makeup. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So um, how did I break the mold? I mean, well, so going back to that story about the music video and the director, I mean, as that director and his, you know, friends created and um, built up that production company, they took me with them. So a lot of the commercials and traveling around the world and uh, the first feature film that I ever did was through them. And with the celebrity, um, actually that I got through with my mom. Like we were doing events together. My mom being a makeup artist had celebrity connections. So I would work on these charities and meet a lot of celebrities. And so that was also how I got my foot in the door. Um, more recently, it would be through Rogue Magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's you know another way that I've been able to break into editorial. Yeah. Because before that, it was mostly fashion, commercials, mm-hmm. and bridal. Yeah. Tell me, how did Mariah Nicole Beauty come about? Well, uh, Mariah Nicole Beauty started off as Mariah Nicole Makeup and Hair Artistry. It's quite a name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And for years, I was trying to figure out, okay, how do I shorten this? How do I shorten this? And, you know, I, I belong to some makeup artists, um, educational groups and networking groups. And I think through one of those a few years ago, it was just like, okay, I need to make the name more simple. And I had a friend who also helped me with a, a new logo mm. and, you know, I know we came up with Mariah Nicole Beauty and it was based on my initials, Mariah Nicole Bouillon. So it seems so great. Um, It seemed like a great fit. Mm -hmm. So um, how is the business like? Do you represent other makeup artists? 
Yeah. So mm. the bridal business became so big. Um, I was doing over 40 weddings a year. Mm. I was booked every weekend. I would have three to four weddings and I physically couldn't do everything myself. I mean, I started and I was doing a bride and eight bridesmaids mm-hmm. and it oh, was so exhausting like. yeah and then it became a thing where the brides didn't want to wake up at 6 a.m oh to God. do their makeup I so one that. person could do it all right yeah because so like i only want mariah to do my makeup even the bridesmaid that yeah just demand for you to do everyone's makeup exactly yeah. it just became too hard so mm-hmm. you know i started meeting more makeup artists and you know finding people that had a similar style to mine a similar aesthetic And I realized that the only way that I was going to succeed in this bridal industry was um, finding people to to basically duplicate me, Mm -hmm. you know, so that I could grow. Mm -hmm. And that's how Mariah Nicole Beauty, you know, really got started was through bridal, was through um, having so many referrals that I was turning people away. Mm -hmm. And actually, you know, I just remembered I had a meeting with a business coach who I'd met through a networking event. Mm -hmm. And she told me two things. One, that I needed to hire more people to work with me. And I needed to pay them less, (laughs) 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 which is really funny because I was like, no, I want it to be fair. And she's like, you're a business owner now. And, you know, you need to think like a business owner. And yes, be fair, of course, but you need to have a different viewpoint. And that, you know, was a little hard at first. Yeah, because as, as an artist, you know how it's like to not really be paid well, right? So you're exactly. like, you feel they're, you know, kind of you, you have empathy over them. Yes. And you're like, oh, I want to be, you know, I want to give them everything so that they'll give back to me. Yeah. yeah. And I worked for a company too sometimes that paid very little and we did it anyway, yeah. but we always were yeah. um, unhappy about it. <laughs> so yeah. I managed to figure out a way that, you know, I felt was like good for me and also good for the artist. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those girls, I mean, their careers have really taken off and sometimes they still do weddings and, but a lot of them are now just, you know, growing their careers as well. So I'm, I'm always looking now for new artists who want to do bridal. Oh, that's fun. Do you train them? Did you train them like to go to do like the Mariah Nicole look and hair? Yeah, I didn't do an official class, Mm -hmm. but, um, one of them came from, a Mac makeup background, which is very different from mine. Oh yeah. And she was very good, but I think just through working with me and, you know, artists like her, when they just see the way that I work Mm -hmm. and see the way I am with clients, it rubs off Mm -hmm. and you can notice the changes. Yes. So how did um, becoming a beauty editor for Rogue Magazine come your way? Oh yeah. So uh, one of my closest friends, Heather Seidler, she Mm -hmm. is a writer. And uh, well, she's a all around very talented artist. And she was working with another magazine called Lady Gun. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to start her own magazine. So myself and a few other people, we really believed in her vision for Rogue. And so we helped her get it off the ground. And she asked me if I wanted to be the beauty editor. And it was really great because I love doing makeup, but I also want to do more than just that. Yeah. And, you know, as you know, as a makeup artist, it's pretty hard on your body, you know, Mm -hmm. like standing long hours and your shoulders are always hurting. (laughs) So I was very interested in, you know, how can I be in the makeup industry, but not necessarily do makeup all the time. Mm -hmm. And so she offered me this position of the beauty editor. 
That's amazing. Yeah. As a beauty editor, did you think, you know, as coming from as a hair and makeup um, artist background, did you have to study, um, self-educate yourself about writing and editing? I feel like I probably still need to work on that, yeah. <laughs> but I went to a high school many years ago that really focused on writing, so I do have some experience with that. Mm-hmm. And also having subscribed to magazines for so many years, I, I'm still learning the beauty editor trade, but I also get to meet all these photographers and I get to meet other amazing makeup artists like you mm, and yeah. book them on these shoots with these celebrities. And it just is really wonderful to meet so many talented people in this town. We have an incredible inflow of um, of celebrities, musicians mm-hmm. that are pitched to us. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Heather Seidler who started it, the editorial chief, and the um, creative director and editorial director, they decide who goes in the magazine. Oh, yeah. And um, actually, it's been great. One of the covers that I did was for a previous issue. I did grooming for Greg Sulkin. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, I was able to work with him again after the magazine. Mm-hmm. And so that was a great opportunity that opened up. That's cool. So, I mean, uh, do you? It's good that you guys stay true to your branding. Then, like, I know you guys get an, uh, a great inflow of celebrities and musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, are there times that you have to turn down a certain individual just because it doesn't represent Rogue Magazine's um, branding? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with beauty products, I turn down so many <laughs> submissions. Yeah, I get the weirdest emails about the weirdest products, and I'm like, oh, tell no. me about that. Oh my gosh. Okay, so mm-hmm. the funniest one that's most recent is a female bidet product, and like it's like a funnel or something that you that women are supposed to use for peeing standing up. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know, we're just not that kind of magazine. <laughs> And they yeah. keep emailing me to follow up. <laughs> Even if, like, you are already sent, like, you're, you know, nicely saying no to them. You're like, oh. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I tend to ignore some <laughs> <laughs> I think them will have to actually reply yeah. and say Because you're no, like, I don't you. know what to say to this. How do I respond to this? Yeah, that's yeah. just not the kind of thing we're going to put in rope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so, so what do you think is your special skill set or superpower that has brought you to where you are right now? Um, wow. I feel like in like makeup related, mm-hmm. it's always been, uh, the feedback has always been that I make the person still look like themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's just the best version of them mm-hmm. as opposed to changing the way that they look, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then I guess just me as a person, I People always say that I make them feel comfortable and um, they like being around me. So (laughs) I guess that's part of it, too. Yeah. Um, Have you read any books or have any mentors or attended any classes that help you on your journey? Yeah. um, You know, I feel like continuing education is so important as a makeup artist and as an artist. And because our business changes so Mm. much. I mean, there's new products all the time, new techniques, new trends. Mm -hmm. So I belong to a group called the Powder Group. And uh, it was started by Michael DeVillis. Mm -hmm. And it's it's an amazing group of artists from all over the world and provides educational opportunities and networking. And um, so I've been going to those events for Mm -hmm. years. And um, 
you know, I learn a lot from my mom still. Oh, yeah. You know? Is your mom still doing makeup? Yeah, my mom still amazing. does makeup. She's also a paramedical esthetician. Oh, wow. And has a salon. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 We still work together. Oh, I send her clients, you know, cute. she sends me clients. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Yeah, it's I really mean, great. I feel like uh, me and growing up, it's like it wasn't normal to be doing like makeup as a career because mm-hmm. like my family's like oh you just gotta be a doctor or a lawyer yeah. so me just actually like going the makeup artist route was kind of in a sense to them like a bit rebellious sure <laughs> yeah they're like well, what are you doing with your life or something but then totally. later on when they see that i'm like earning money they're like you know they started like being quiet about it like okay okay <laughs> yeah i definitely have had family like that wonder mm-hmm. what i'm doing um even but- if your mom was already doing it yeah, but my mm-hmm. mom also, you know, she's a licensed esthetician, mm. so she has a salon. And, you know, I don't have oh, a salon. Uh-huh. I freelance. Yeah. So it's a little different. And also, I feel like the schooling, the education that I've had has been uh, or was very rigorous. Mm-hmm. And so to go from that to being an artist yeah. um, didn't necessarily fit. But that was always the question I had for myself growing up was, do I want to go like the lawyer or political science route mm-hmm. or do I want to go the artist route? Because I felt both things inside of me. But I've been doing makeup for so long. I mean, I did makeup for my high school plays. Oh, so amazing. it just kind of makes sense. Yeah. So I know that your makeup aesthetic is very clean and beautiful. It's sort of like what you would see in um, high fashion magazines like Vogue, Elle, so it's oh, very clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about, like, do you think that the Instagram makeup look is going to go anywhere or is it going to stay? Um, I mm-hmm. think it's sticking around mm-hmm. a little bit longer. I know that there are definitely some people saying that, mm-hmm. you know, natural is coming back. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, there are a lot of high fashion magazines that are featuring that. I mean, the thing is, is that fashion magazines are never really featuring the Instagram makeup. Mm-hmm, exactly. But... You know, people are wanting that. And for myself, I've had to learn a little bit of that and, you know, Mm -hmm. just have that in my wheelhouse because people do ask for it. And even though it's not really what I do, I feel like Mm -hmm. I need to have experience with it. I need to incorporate some of it because that's what's wanted. And it's not always about what I want. It's about what they want. Yeah, clients come first sometimes. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. I've also turned away clients who want you know, a certain like Instagram makeup and I'm Mm. not the person for that, Exactly. you know, and I have no problem saying that. Exactly. Do you find that you have to educate a lot of your clients about like the reality of makeup? Because they're like, oh, I want to look like this. They give you like an inspo photo and then you kind of just have to educate them. You know, I'm going to do that makeup, but it's this and that, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. uh, One of the best stories of that is a bride that I had many years ago who um, she was Korean and she showed me a picture of Natalie Portman. And she's like, I want to look like Natalie Portman. (laughs) Like me too. (laughs) You know, okay. Uh So yeah, I do have to educate clients on colors. You know, if a client comes to me and she has brown eyes and all of her photo references are Mm -hmm. models with blue eyes, I have to tell her, these colors are not going to look the same on you. You have to realize that you can wear these same colors, but it's going to look different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you just have to let people know that. Yeah. And their features are different. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. The features are different, the shape of the eyes. And mm-hmm. so a certain look is not going to look the same. If you don't have any eyelid space, 
then all those six colors that you see on that other person's eyelids are going to be hidden. Exactly. So we have to figure something else out. <laughs> so um, have you any, have you had any experience where it was such a horrific experience with a client or during a set? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they mm -hmm. happen. I mm -hmm. would say it's probably 2% of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what so are the luckily very low. Good, yeah. yeah. So what are the highlights of your career so far? I'm pretty sure there's a lot, but is there's there one so thing? Many. Yeah, one thing that sticks out like right away? Um, well, I've had lots of friends get married and been able to do makeup for them. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. You know, when you've known someone for so long, like from high school or, you know, just since our twenties and, you know, getting to do makeup for their wedding and then other career highlights have been, you know, doing a feature film in Italy where I got to be there for three months. And mm -hmm. I also did a wedding in Italy during oh, that same time. Amazing, yeah. yeah. And I've traveled around the world doing commercials. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these films and these commercials that I work on win awards. And, amazing. you know, it's amazing. Yeah. It's so great to work with amazing people. And, you know, I guess, you know, working with Rogue is so great because I've had two covers with them mm -hmm. and I'm very grateful for that. That's so good. How do you juggle having a relationship, your family and friends and just having this like crazy schedule where you have to travel for months? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's difficult, but um, I think just having a positive outlook and trying to stay in touch as much as possible yeah, I guess that's the good thing about Instagram and, you know, Facebook and I have a dog. Mm -hmm. And so, what kind of dog do you have? <laughs> so I call her Chihuahua Lion and Dragon. Oh. Yes. Um, she's a little terror, mm -hmm. but she's super cute. She looks like a little fox. Aww. Yeah. But she is she's difficult because mm -hmm. she doesn't like people. <laughs> and so I've had to basically have friends and family watch her. Mm -hmm. And now, thank goodness for my fiance, who's an mm -hmm. angel uh -huh. <laughs> and takes care of her yeah. while I'm away, despite, you know, also having his work that he does. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and maintaining relationships and family, it's I'm not always that great at it. Mm -hmm. And I'm always trying to be better at it. And, I, you know, it is a two way street, too. Right. Mm -hmm. So I try and reach out as much as possible and make that time and mm -hmm. if it means that I skip a brunch with friends you know to see family mm -hmm. then you know that's what happens yeah especially um, with your own company like managing that alone can mm -hmm. take up like a lot of your time and plate managing other artists it's a lot I mean oftentimes I'll wake up and get my coffee instead of the computer and then next thing I know it's five o'clock Oh my gosh. And I've yeah. still been going through emails and doing invoices mm -hmm. and taking calls and posting on Instagram <laughs> yeah. and, you know, doing all of the things that you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm still in my pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> How do you keep yourself sane amidst all of these, you know, crazy scheduling and tasking? Um, how do I keep myself sane? Yeah. Well, I eat well. Mm -hmm. um, I love sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so I try and sleep as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, I have a pretty strong spiritual life. So mm -hmm. I think that that's a you know, big part of it, too. Yeah. What's next for Mariah Nicole Beauty or even Rogue Magazine? Well, Rogue Magazine is always growing. Mm -hmm. We just had a party actually last week oh, and it was really successful. Uh -huh. And we're already doing the shoots for our fall issue. Mm -hmm. um, so Rogue is not going anywhere. Rogue is yes. only growing. Mm -hmm. um, and for Mariah Nicole Beauty, well, I'm 
you know, expanding all the time and trying to figure out ways to be a better artist, be better at hair, be better at makeup, find, you know, more artists to work with me that I can depend on. I think, you know, makeup artists don't have the best reputation. Um, so it's about finding, you know, people that are dependable and responsible mm -hmm. and talented and share the same vision. Mm -hmm. How do you keep yourself inspired um, as a Rogue Beauty magazine editor? Like you have to stay ahead of the trends. Where do you get your inspiration from? Um, you know, I guess Pinterest is yeah. really great. And it's funny because I was thinking, you know, I get all these images from Pinterest. I need to start putting my own images on Pinterest. Yeah. So I started doing that. Mm. Um, you know, it's just following other magazines. I think today I started following on Instagram five other magazines mm -hmm. just to see what's out there and, you know, non-American magazines because the American aesthetic is so different from, you know, a German or a French or Italian. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important just to see what people like. Mm -hmm. um, I also feel like I'm a bit of a trendsetter myself. So, oh, amazing. you know, yeah. I also have a good feeling about things. That's cool. Yeah. So what do you think is the next beauty trend? Oh, the next beauty trend? Yeah. Like, uh, is it all about the big, bold brows as has it's always been? Or are we going to go back to like the one line, super skinny eyebrow, et cetera? Yeah. Oh, I hope not. Because yeah. I'm spending way too much money growing these eyebrows I out. <laughs> uh, I think that the brows are definitely still having mm -hmm. their moments, mm -hmm. but I think it's going to calm down a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we love our liquid mattes, but we've already seen that now like glossy mm -hmm. lipsticks are coming back. So I, I think it's starting to slowly go back to more of a fresh beauty approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. and more color, more vivid color. Oh, color like uh, more fun colors, like green, blue, yeah, purple. Yeah, like more brights, yeah. On the eyelids. Mm -hmm. So trying to be more experimental with your look. Yeah, I think yeah. that's definitely gonna become a stronger look in the future later yeah. this year. Yeah. Is it more about like um, educating everyone about how these brights and um, pigmented looks can be worn like, you know, on a daily basis? Yeah. I mm -hmm. think, you know, just seeing models of, you know, different ethnicities and mm -hmm. different ages and seeing how they're doing it um, is going to help people because you need to see people like yourself, mm -hmm. you know, so that you can identify with them. So I think we're going to see more and more of that. It's amazing. Yeah. So here at Hello Beauty, we have a slogan, say hello to the beauty in you. What's your advice to those that are trying to discover their beauty within? I think you need to self-validate more. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a big thing. We're always criticizing things about ourselves, you know, looking closely in the mirror at things that most people don't see. Mm -hmm. And I think that the best thing to do is to just self-validate mm -hmm. you know just to say you know like yes i love this part of me mm -hmm. you know yeah and uh, just find something you can find one thing every day that mm -hmm. you love about yourself yeah how do you navigate through that because as a makeup artist we work with perfection in a sense like yeah. we make even perfect already perfect looking people even more perfect you know we do their makeup for tv and magazines how do you navigate yourself and you just like keep yourself grounded through that because i know it could also get in our heads where we have to look like what we produce in the magazine yeah you know i just for me i just care less no, <laughs> i don't mean that in a bad yeah. way but it's it's like not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. It's makeup, mm -hmm. you know. It's fun. It's 
it's not the end of the world, yeah. you know, and you do the best that you can. And I think it was even only a couple months ago that a pretty big makeup artist posted a picture of a very imperfect eyeliner mm. on Instagram mm -hmm. and was like, yeah, this is imperfect. And I'm still sharing it because I'm still proud of it. And yeah. she has so much support. That's and I good, thought that yeah. that was really incredible because, you know, you go onto YouTube and people are just horrendous. They're so critical. Mm -hmm. And so to see that, you know, she posted something that was imperfect, but it was beautiful anyway. Yeah. And people supported her. Uh-huh. I know. I love how every, a lot of makeup artists, like this top-notch makeup artists are actually exposing in a good way how, like, for example, like all these big celebrities, how they look in their red carpet without mm -hmm. the edits. Like, so these are like the real, how the real makeup look in person and compared yeah. to the ones that have been edited by the, you know, paparazzis after. And you just like, it makes you feel good also. Cause sometimes it's a makeup artist. You're like, how come my makeup doesn't look like how it looks like, you know, other people post and yes. it just, you know, it kind of affects you. So it's good that a lot of makeup artists have been kind of just, you know, empowering other artists as well that, hey, even my makeup is not like that perfect. It's not as pigmented as mm -hmm. you think it is, you know? Yeah, I think, yeah. you know, it's important to not always filter your makeup. I mean, as a makeup artist, yeah. to show your work, you mm -hmm. have to, of course, have good lighting and make yeah. sure like the shadows and stuff are good because yeah. that's just natural. Mm -hmm. But you have to also make sure that your pictures aren't over filtered and we're not going crazy on the face tune. <laughs> um, and sometimes that's hard, you know, because you want to face tune out that pimple that is there because mm -hmm. you don't want to show it but it's there and if anyone saw them in person maybe they would still see it so yeah. there's a balance mm -hmm. um you know there's so much that goes into getting a celebrity ready for a red carpet i mean it's full body makeup you know from yeah. the toes to the top of the head yeah it's a lot yeah. and people don't realize that unless you're in the industry you just don't know that, yeah, that actress's toes have makeup on them. Mm -hmm. It takes a village to get them to look that way. Yeah, uh -huh. it does. And if they didn't, then probably the public would criticize them, exactly. <laughs> you know. But, you know, they're doing it also because they don't, you know, they want to impress people, but, you know, they don't want to feel bad either. Mm -hmm. So what is your favorite beauty product right now? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is such a hard, that's yeah. the hardest question today. <laughs> yeah. My favorite beauty product. Um, what do you find yourself going back to or just carrying in your purse like on a daily basis? Um, okay, so I actually have a makeup and skincare line that I sell. Oh yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, um, I sell a brand called Lime Life mm -hmm. and it's a family owned company and it's vegan and cruelty free and it's a line for makeup artists, like a professional makeup line. That's also available for retail. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, I've been carrying with me the new sheer lipsticks uh -huh. <laughs> that just came out this summer, and mm -hmm. I love them. Yeah. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite things. And actually, I'm obsessed with the skincare. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, I love my Lime Life. Yeah. Is it a full range, like, makeup and skincare line? Like, they have it's eyeshadows? Pretty full. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty full. Um, it's, I would call it, like, a boutique line mm -hmm. just because they don't have everything um so there's not really like a brow product line at the mm -hmm. moment but it's going to be coming out towards the end of this year mm -hmm. but it's an amazing product line and i've always wanted to sell something and oh, and have something for my clients that you know i used and i believed in that i could you know tell my clients about and my friends 
Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. So, um, since it's like a natural, vegan, cruelty free mm-hmm. makeup and skincare brand, how would you think, how is the efficacy compared to like, you know, those that are more synthetic? Because, you know, how sometimes there's a misconception yeah. if it's natural, it's not as pigmented or it's not as effective. Yeah, I mean, that definitely is true. I would say that in this case, the skincare is the most natural and m- most mm-hmm. organic. Um, the the makeup products are, you know, very high quality, but they are professional grade. Mm-hmm. So, um, for instance, the powders are not talc-free. Mm-hmm. So th- you're still, w- with the eyeshadows, you're going to get a lot of pigment. The foundation, you're going to get a lot of pigment. Mm-hmm. So everything is for on camera because, you know, we all have cell phones, we all have Snapchat, we all have Instagram, we're always on camera. Mm-hmm. So you might as well have a makeup that yeah. is good for every day, but also on camera. Yeah. It's a, even the phones nowadays, the iPhone 10, it's like, wait, I see everything. I know. That's the phone <laughs> I have too. <laughs> I know. It's like, I didn't even know that was in my face or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you get the right light, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It has like that new studio lighting or natural light yeah. when you do the portrait mode it's pretty cool oh i haven't even i don't know i've had it for a while but i haven't even like kind of really played around with the phone yet yeah yeah don't you wish we just kind of like walked around with like a a lighting system or just like yeah actually i do i have like this led clip-on light on the top of my friend and i last night were taking uh, selfies with it it's a clip-on so you bring it with you when you go out yeah and you clip it on yeah it has three light settings oh cool great yeah (laughs) i need to ask you what that is i'll show it to you i think i have it in my bag it's fun yeah yeah so um, uh, tell us where they can find you. What are your social channels? Oh, yeah. So on Instagram, I'm Mariah Nicole Beauty. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're interested in my bridal work, it's Mariah Nicole Beauty Brides. Mm-hmm. And my fashion editorial website is MariahNicole.com. And for products and bridal, things like that, it's MariahNicoleBeauty.com. Amazing. It's a lot, sorry. No, <laughs> and of course, Rogue, uh, Rogue yeah. Magazine is theroguemag.com. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mariah. Oh, I thank like, you. had so much fun talking to you. And me too. congratulations on everything. Thank you so much, Joyce. Thank you for having me.